Welcome everybody to Red's Ramblings. I have with me today Simon from over in Romania, just outside of Bucharest, young college student over there right now. Simon, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Simon Florin. I'm uh, 19, 19 years old, uh, studying engineering my first year. And uh, I'm uh, also a Roma Gypsy. So mm. I, I really like to share my perspective on things because a lot of people uh, speak uh, in the name of my ethnicity without uh, really understanding everything right i mean that's and i'm actually intrigued by that a fair amount because when i stay in the states here in south carolina there is i mean we call it a gypsy camp right i don't know if it's like any type of connection towards roma gypsies i don't know but as far as i've been growing up it's been considered the gypsy camp so explain a little bit or as much as you like about Roma gypsies because I've heard the term before but I don't know much about them well uh, Roma it's uh, the name in the Romani language for men and the gypsy is the exonym the name given to us by uh, other people by Europeans mostly mm -hmm. uh, I also say that uh, the story is that uh, gypsies uh, originated in uh, northern India, the, okay. but not much else uh, is known. It's up to debate. For example, uh, some the scientific consensus is that uh, they were uh, descendants from untouchables, but uh, other parts, other people, uh, consider it. Uh, that they may have been border guards mm. as a, a traditional occupation. From there, they moved uh, through the Ottoman Empire, and uh, from the Ottoman Empire, they reached Europe, where they settled in the Balkans, or were forced to settle in the Balkans, uh, or further on. In uh, Romania specifically, specifically, they were uh, given to us by they were given to Romanians by the Ottomans the Ottoman Empire uh, gifted to uh, Stefan the Great and the Holy as she has his other title is uh, as a compensation about 10,000 families from there they were uh, introduced into the uh, feudal system where they were put on the bottom rung, uh, right below the serfs. Mm. Uh, so that's how they came to be in Europe, in Romania and in Bulgaria, Russia. So you, you said earlier, one of one side of the debates is they came from the untouchables. What what is that? Uh, the lowest the lowest case in the Indian case system. Okay. Uh, okay. They all do things like uh, butcher animals, yeah. carcasses, or clean streets. Hmm. And so, 
is being a Roma gypsy, is that just something you're born into or is that something like like you can become part of? Like let's say let's say I moved to Romania. Is that something I could join? Uh, in a way, it's not uh, something exclusive anymore. It's uh, mm. more or less tied to the ethnicity. But okay. uh, if you are to marry or to simply live there, you would be accepted. But mm-hmm. you wouldn't really be considered uh, a gypsy or something like that. Right. And uh, there's very little separation between uh, most Romanians and most gypsies. Very few gypsies uh, still uh, hold on to some of their traditions. Most of them, like me, for example, uh, fully embraced Romanian culture. And mm-hmm. for the best, in my opinion. Right. I, I mean, that's it's always good to have pride in your people and your country. That's for sure. I'm I'm off. I mean, hell, I'm from America. Probably one of the most proudful people. Sometimes for ignorant yeah. reasons, you know. But hey, it's it's I always good to be proud. It's admirable. It's it is. it's even more more admirable in this day and age when uh, to be prideful of your ancestors and your mm. people is. Uh, look down upon, especially for right. Europeans. Right. I'll agree there. You you said you're going to college to be an engineer. Can I ask what kind of engineer? Because there's a whole bunch of different kinds. Uh, construction, construction, uh, buildings engineering. Okay, it's, okay. It's, uh, the translation is uh, pretty strange. It's uh, mostly installations, things like yeah. uh, electricity plumbing gas right yeah in in looking into stuff about romania i was coming to find that a lot of inventions that the world i'm not gonna say takes for granted but a lot of stuff that's helped fuel the world and fuel innovation of the world came from romania a lot of it uh the the current the modern automobile in a sense body shape came from an individual from romania how, how he put the wheels into the car whereas before it was more like a buggy and you know the, the wheel sat outside the car yeah yeah, yeah. Th- that came from a romanian uh jet engines are credited to a romanian inventor ballpoint pen even though it's something small but still romania has a lot of inventions insulin you know, insulin has saved millions upon millions of people around the world today. And the guy who invented that or created it, I don't know if he, whatever, however the proper term is, was a Romanian scientist. So that was a lot of stuff I wasn't aware of. A lot of stuff that we now know and like take for granted or use every day came from Romania. And that kind of stuff, that's one of the coolest things I like learning about different countries that I speak to is what did they make? Like, is there something that they came up with that a lot of people don't know about, you know? And so so that was some cool stuff about that. So ho- hopefully, yeah, going to be an engineer. Hell, man, Simon Florian, his name's going to be up on that list one day, too. Who knows? Oh, I love it. But maybe, maybe. <laughs> So, were you born and raised in Romania? Uh, yes, yes. 
just outside of Bucharest. I actually never left the country. Surprisingly. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm the same. Country. Yeah, I'm the same. I've been around the country a little bit, but never never left and hell can't leave now even if I wanted to, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what is, because I, I got you off of Reddit, right? And what is some of the things that you see of Romania? Because you, you seem to, like you said earlier, you're very proud of your Romanian heritage. What is some of the things that you're most proud of in terms of Romanian culture? I'd say uh, maybe holding on to the piece of land we have. Mm -hmm. uh, it was uh, historically a very contested area. There, right. a lot, there were a lot of gold mines, access to the sea. I say it's. Uh, I'm also proud uh, for uh, holding on to traditions, things that. A lot of people are proud of in their countries. Right. Mm, I also say that uh, uh, in a way it was uh, Romania, Romania in general, uh, tried to really treat their minorities better and to mm. not force their cultures upon them. For example, we have uh, German-speaking uh, Transylvanian Saxons, mm. uh, Tatars, which are Muslim, uh, Hungarians. They're more uh, vocal, not... Uh, they don't like us really that much, but uh, we try to make them. It's usually peaceful. Yeah. And uh, the Tatar community especially, they, you often hear about... Uh, Muslim minorities raising hell somewhere. Mm. And uh, we've never seen that from uh, the Tatars. Especially, it, which is especially strange because historically, again, they, uh, they were raiding the area which they settled before. They were, we were at war, basically. And now they're just like any other Romanians. You said so, was you were saying Tatar? Yes, yes. They're what is the that? Turkic people. They're okay, okay. From uh, Crimea, Russian steppe. Mm. So I I was looking into some of because basically if you were to ask any American off the street, what do you know about Romania, right? What do you think they they would say? Uh, I say things like uh, Transylvania, Dracula. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's partially our fault. Uh, <laughs> we really marketed it like like that. I mean, it, I'm sure it brings money to the country, which is always good. Yeah, I've been to the Bran Castle, Dracula's castle, and it was. Mm. Uh, one of the biggest tourist traps ever. Oh, for sure. There was like, the place was interesting. There was, it, it was, it's worth visiting, but uh, keeping track of all the trinkets, uh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I agree there. So 
yeah, like I was about to say the same. If you were to ask me yesterday, before I really looked into Romania, what I knew about Romania, it was going to be vampires, Dracula, you know, the castle and all that. that's really all I knew. In looking into it here today, though, some of the stuff I find and some stuff I like to find, and you seem to have a passion for it as well, is I like old stuff, like old cultural traditions and monuments, buildings, stuff like that. And I hate when stuff like that's torn down because here in America, you know, we're a few hundred years old. We don't have a long history per se. Over there in Europe, in Romania, Eastern Europe, Western Europe, where India, all the other countries around the world, that, that's like thousands and thousands of years of history. You know, so you got you got that castle, the Brands Castle, that's who knows how, you know, hundreds of years old. You got probably other ruins that are thousands of years old, and it's still there. So I look at that kind of stuff, and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. I want to go there, you know. So what is if you if you had to pick one point besides the castle, one point in Romania that you feel is like the uh, highlight of Romanian culture, is is there something you could tie to that? Mm, I'd have to think about that for a second. Because I was looking into. The one of them that I liked, that Mary uh, Cemetery. Yeah, that's, you know what I'm talking I about. I was thinking about that. Yeah, like for I'm I'm about to pull it up here. It's a cemetery created by a guy you know way back in the day, and it's super colorful. It's considered one of the happiest cemeteries in the world, which is an odd title to have. Let's be honest. <laughs> But it's like, beautiful uh, looking, and he <clears throat> he painted some of the stuff himself, and it's it's just amazing looking. Like he would paint on it, like how people died, you know, their stories behind them, and like that's 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 a cool thing to have, and definitely something to be proud of for sure for your country and, and culture. And I don't know if uh, you know, but uh, on the gravestones are written uh, a few funny poems about the yes. person's death and uh, how they were Yeah, yeah I, w- I was reading and I watched a video on YouTube a little bit about it. And yeah, like, he would put like, there's one of, I- I'm probably butchering this, but it basically had to say of, be quiet around here or you wake my wife and you don't want to wake my wife because she'll do something like that. You know, she'll get mad or something. You know, and that's on headstones over there. It's it's very cool, and it's again, it's one guy started doing this years ago, and now it's you know a, a pretty good. I I guess it's a tourist spot, but being a cemetery, that's kind of weird, in my opinion, to for tourists to flock to. But it is very well presented, very well preserved, and yeah, I mean, it's a happy Mary cemetery which is a pretty cool thing to have and one of the other ones i was looking at that i would love to do and i've seen the pictures of it before and i never knew exactly where they were until today 
is you have what's considered the most haunted forest in the world. Now, Huayabachu or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it has those curved trunks, which I'm sure most people have seen floating around TV or just searching through the internet at time or two, but never knew exactly where it was. And that's over there in Romania. Is that a spot you've been to as well? No, never been there. Uh, yeah. I would like to, but uh, not yet. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, they it's considered one of the most paranormal places in, in the entire world. Um, it's named after a shepherd who apparently lost like 200 sheep there. And there, not too long ago, was reports of like a UFO sighting over there. Um, I gotta look more into that because that, that's kind of interesting for me. Um, but yeah, like I've seen pictures of these trees numerous times, but I never knew where in the world they were. And here they are in Romania. So I'm like, if I ever go, even though I'm, I'm one of those, like, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, but certain shit is freaky and like, you know, what the hell, you know, it would be a cool thing to see and walk through and just, just be a part of. Cause not only that, I mean, those are some weird trees. Like wh why wouldn't you want to see it? That's, that's some cool shit to see. Seeing it in pictures is one thing, but to be there in their presence, Especially if it is spooky, get that little tingly feel, you know, hair standing on the back of your neck vibe. Definitely be something cool to be a part of and see as well, I would imagine. No, it's, uh, I've never really learned why the trees curve like that. Right? That's some weird shit, dude. That's some weird shit, man. <laughs> I've heard something about. Uh, Magnetic fields or... Uh... Mm, yeah. Yeah, there there was... In the quick snippet of the story that I read about it, is there's one part in there where, like, if you have a compass, your magnet won't work. It'll just, you know, spin around and around and around. And something about moss doesn't grow and, like, other plants don't grow in this particular uh, part of the forest. Um, I didn't look much into that because that was, like, towards where we were getting ready to, to start recording. But one of the things I did do is I asked some friends of mine who I know watch my show from time to time. I was like, hey, I'm about to talk to a, with a guy from Romania. Does anybody have any questions they want me to ask him? Well, one of them apparently knows someone, a friend of mine, Ish, has a roommate that's from Romania originally. I don't know. I don't. He didn't say where, but he's originally from Romania. So I'm about to pull up his questions and see what you can tell me. He says to ask them about the difference between Western Europe and Eastern Europe. That's his first question. I don't know I'd exactly what he's getting at from there, but I'd say you. One of the main differences is uh, Western Europe didn't really fall behind the Iron Curtain. And uh, okay. they were they were allowed historically to develop uh, much more. Mm -hmm. 
Romania was historically held back by the Ottoman Empire for almost 600 years. They were right. attacked one. After that, there was the World Wars. And right. when we fell behind the Iron Curtain, not only did we inherit communism and all the corruptions and problems that it brings, we also didn't fall under the American reconstructions. I forgot there was millions of dollars injected in the, into Europe by America in order to rebuild it after the Second World War. Mm. And uh, we never really got to see that. So with all that prosperity that Western Europe has, it was also allowed to develop uh, a much more different mentality. Mm. And uh, another part is colonialism. Uh, right. When uh, Western, with Western Europe being able to develop uh, colonial powers, and when they were, and when those colonies fell, uh, they were left with a lot of guilt, and they right. were left with this culture of guilt, with white, white guilt or something like that. Mm. And you see how it influences them, how they no longer hang, hold on to their traditions, and uh, they think of their ancestors as uh, evil or something like that. How they mm. feel like they should not be proud and to become a, uh, I don't know how to say it. More or less uh, commits. Nah, that's a bit too far. I say uh, they bend over backwards for uh, other people that they shouldn't. Right. They're ashamed of themselves. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They were. They are much more ashamed, despite being being much more prosperous. Right. So, I mean, that that's fair. I, I've spoken with numerous other people who were colonized by by Britain, you know, the Commonwealth countries and whatnot, and they all it's a similar story. Not always the same, but a pretty similar stories. You had the colonization all there and all that kind of stuff, and then gone. And so that whatever country was left to pick up the pieces, you know, and for all of them, it's been a struggle. Um, but for, from what I'm hearing already, for, for from you at least, and so correct me if I'm wrong, do you see, because you, you're very proudful of Romania and your Romanian people and culture and all that, do you see Romania making its way up? Or do you still, do you see there's still something holding them back? possibly as a country? I'd say um, there's a few things that held, there's a few things that uh, held Romania back. But uh, despite those, they, uh, we are moving forward. Mm -hmm. Even if at a snail space, uh, there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah. And uh, I'd say uh, that uh, the reason for this continual uh, movement upwards, there's uh, a lot of money being injected uh, into our economy mm -hmm. by the Romanians that have uh, 
moved abroad, uh, worked there, and uh, chose to send their money back home. And uh, right. our government depends a lot on that for their growth. And uh, doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. So there is that. So it's not really completely something to boast about this uh, mm. upwards movement because uh, it's too dependent on uh, our uh, people that choose to move away instead of right. work here that no yeah so, i mean that, that i understand that that definitely makes sense i yeah i can see that to hopefully get on to a lighter note he wanted me to ask about Easter in Romania. So apparently Easter's pretty big over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, very religious. I'm not actually that religious myself, so mm -hmm. I don't have that much to say about it. There's, uh, for example, we... One of the things that uh, you might find curious is that uh, we dye eggs and uh, we play a little game. We say okay. uh, Christ has risen. For example, I'm holding uh, an egg here. Right. An egg here. Uh, a friend or uh, a family member holds uh, an egg above it with the pointy end upwards or downwards. Okay. And the guy who holds it above says, Christ has risen. I say, he has truly risen. Knock, uh, the egg that cracked loses and the winner takes it out. So that's it. Uh, okay. I, I, li I like little fun, like odd traditions like that. Those things, you guys have a, uh, from what, from an American viewpoint, a very unique wedding tradition. Stealing the bride is apparently a Romanian tr wedding tradition. Can you explain on that a little bit? Uh, when uh, I haven't been to that many weddings, but uh, I'll say it like I remember it from the last time. So there's the wedding party after uh, they officially married in the church and everything there's the party at any point during the party uh, some of the attendees uh, take the wife when the groom is not being careful right. uh, put her up in a car drive somewhere quiet and uh, calls the groom. Says, yeah. He says, uh, we have our wife, now we, we here's our demands. Usually they demand a bottle of alcohol. Something, <laughs> something more expensive. Uh, if, the bride, if the groom can afford, she probably could <laughs> like a bottle of Jack at least. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you been a part of that, like one of the ones to take the wife, or were you just like oh, in the party itself? I was, uh, last time I was at the wedding, I was like 
15, 16. Okay. Not, uh, yeah. Exactly. Right. Stealing material. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I was reading into that and I was like, that, that sounds, it sounds like a good time, but like if it was me, like if I didn't know this and I happened to be in Romania and someone invited me to a wedding, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What the hell? Someone, you know, but you guys will probably all be laughing and having a good time. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry no, about it. You know? Yeah. So one of the other, let's see, what, what else we got? We have, we have one. Okay, it's a food question. Oh, crap. Okay, so he spelled the question. So my bad if I'm wrong in pronouncing this. Polenta? Polenta? Is is that a food item that you're aware of? Uh, yes, yes. It's, um... So what's the question about? Or should I explain it's, what it is? It says, um, let's see. Okay. Polenta and misi, or misi, misi, are very popular in Romania. Maybe ask where they came from and why they are so popular. Well, polenta first, it's uh, cornmeal, boiled mm -hmm. with a little salt until it curdles a little. And uh, it's usually used as a substitute for bread or uh, eaten with uh, cheese and sour cream mm -hmm. uh, alone. So, yeah, it's pretty popular. I eat it quite often myself. Mitch, mm -hmm. on, on the other hand, are uh, more of a barbecue thing. Okay, like, okay. It, they are, uh, last time I checked, they are Turkish. Mm -hmm. They are like uh, these caseless sausages. Mm -hmm. Uh, spiced a lot, uh, not uh, hot, uh, spicy, but not, uh... yeah, yeah, that looks good. Yeah. What kind of uh, meats is that? Is that just like beef or is that pork or have, what? Uh, we usually have uh, a beef and pork mix. Mm -hmm. When they first appeared, they would be something like uh, mutton or uh, beef. Right. But uh, that was uh, due to the Muslim tradition. Right, exactly. Yep. You see, this is often, uh, meat are often attributed to Romanians, but I think Serbians and uh, other Balkan nations have it as well. Yeah, I've one of my earlier episodes is with a lady uh, originally from Serbia, and we did, I don't think it was called this. But it, it looked very similar. It definitely looked very similar to this. But we didn't speak of it much because she was uh, vegan, vegan or vegetarian, um, so couldn't really talk about that much. <laughs> but so I also I was looking in. One of the things I was looking into as well is bread in general is apparently pretty big in Romania. Like I remember there was there was I watched some YouTube video of so it's like. 10 facts about Romania or something like that. And bread was mentioned. And then the comments, I was look, sifting through the comments. And it was like, if you, it was like, if you're in Romania and your grandmother sees you eating bread, 
she's going to be upset that you don't have bread to eat with your bread or something like that. It's like in Romania, bread eats you. So is it just because it's easy to to make or buy? Is it is it relatively cheap? I, I would assume as well. Yeah, it's really cheap. I mean, bread is bread definitely is delicious. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the thing with Romania, you often find uh, fresh loaves of bread in stores, mm. not sliced, not anything without uh, sugar added, without additives. They get hard really quick. But mm -hmm. for example, if you have half of a bread left over, you probably not want to eat that. <laughs> not because it goes bad or anything, but because it goes really hard and crumbly. Right. So we have uh, really cheap, high quality bread readily available. What can you tell me about the music scene over in Romania? Uh, music, uh, there's quite a lot of uh, club music. Okay. And, uh, I'm more uh, into metal. I'm in the metal scene more or less, but... Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right. So you, you, you done picked my interest there, Simon. You done picked my interest there. Does Romania, I, I know they do, but I don't know of any off the top of my head. Romania have a really good metal band? Mm, there's a trooper, for example. Oh, you bought They sing oh. a lot in English. Um, Googling Romanian metal bands. All right. Because that is one thing I love, love, love to look at. Because I've done an episode now with a guy from Norway. Uh, hell, all over the place, really. And any time when they say, you know, I listen to metal, I was like, okay, all right. Where do you listen? You know, who do you listen to and, and from where? Let's see. What was that band you said? Uh, Trooper. 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 There we go. All right. Formed in 1995. And you, you would say that's your top Romanian metal band? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not really my style, but it's really good. Okay. okay, so is there a Romanian artist at all, like from Romania that you like? Or is it really just all other countries that... There's one, but uh, I'd say he's more into avant-garde stuff. Uh, okay. Rodion G.A. Ro Was that Rodeo G.A.? Uh, Odeon, O R O D uh, I O N. Okay. Let's see what we can find there. Okay. Lost musical superstar. Oh, freaking ad. Let's see what we got. Yeah. Pulling this from the guard. It, it looks like he's... Is he dead? It looked like I had an old picture. Oh, I think he did. 
I'm not sure exactly, but uh, he started his career in the 70s. All right. Rodian GA was heard by millions in Cold War era Romania and unknown elsewhere else, everywhere else. He explains how he created a creator nothing and how's coming and how it may be coming to an early end. All right. So I'm guessing that's Rodian. Where is it? Collector? Blah, 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 blah. Recorded several albums worth of extraordinary music in the late 1970s, 80s. Giving it up in 89 after the death of his mother. But he's produced or managed other bands. Okay. So I have to look into Trooper and Rodian GA. Let me ask you then. Because you're from Europe. And in, in, in my opinion, Europe as a whole has some of the best metal bands. Like here in America, we have some good ones. But like I love orchestral metal stuff with symphonies and like uh, I don't know if I'm sure you heard if you you know the band Children of Bodom from Finland. I've heard about them, but uh, I don't know any of their songs. All right, well they're pretty. They, I like them. They're really good. Their lead singer just passed away less than a week ago, um, so that sucked. But. Finland and Norway is definitely huge in terms of metal scene over there in Europe. So I would imagine, especially with the type of cultural history Romania has with, you know, vampires and all that kind of stuff, transplant, they would have some good stuff. But how how does how do you get into metal, I guess, is really my question as a kid. As a kid? Yeah. Well, uh... My brother was, lit- was listening to a few metal songs, mm-hmm. although he wasn't really that into it. I, uh, I really caught that bug. Right. So I've never stopped. <laughs> Who would you say then is your favorite artist? My favorite artist? Well, uh, other than this uh, Rodion guy. Uh, it would be two Germans, I think. I'm not sure if they're Germans. Mm-hmm. That uh, they make uh, jazz, which I listen to sometimes. Okay. They're called Trigen okay. uh, Gasset. Okay, I haven't heard of them, so I'm gonna have to look into them as well. Uh, but in terms of metal, do you have a favorite metal band? I guess I should have said uh, band. Um, Electric Wizard. Electric Wizard. Never heard. Oh, man. All right. You're, you're telling me about new stuff today. Hell yeah. Electric Wizard. All right. English doom metal band from Dorset formed in 93. Recorded nine studio albums. All right. So I got some homework to do after all this. Okay, sir. All right, Simon. All righty. That is, that's some cool shit, man. That's some cool shit. I will, I will check into these guys and let you know. Um, what oh, about, what about? Let's see. One of one of my favorite ones that I've gotten into recently is, and I've mentioned them a few times on the on the show. So if you're listening and oh, God, he's talking about them again. 
It's my fucking show. I can do what I want. Um, this is a Japanese band, a Japanese metal band called Ninjin Isu. It is, they are from the 80s originally. I'll, I'll pull them up here for you. They sound cool as shit in my, I mean, it's three old Japanese guys and they sound cool as hell. I absolutely love them. Cool as shit. I mean, three old Japanese guys playing heavy metal. Like that in itself is just cool in my opinion, you know? Gray haired dudes playing metal is cool. I don't care where you're from. You know what I'm saying? Um, They're pretty badass. Right? That's a cool little, you know, dude's got his face all painted up and, you know, other ones dressed in, you know, kimonos and all that kind of. And that guy's more like the Elvisy type tourist look, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I don't mean disrespect if you're watching it and you're Japanese. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm a dumb American. My bad. But them and there's a really, really cool band out of Australia right now, 12 Foot Ninja. That is pretty damn badass in my opinion. They sound crazy. They have a, a way all over the place type sound. I think they won like a Australian equivalent of a Grammy, you know, the music award that we have here in America. They won like the Australian equivalent for for metal or rock or something. So you've given me like three, maybe four artists to look into. There's two for you. Ninja Nisu, 12 Foot Ninja. Let me know what you think. And oh, definitely. Definitely. Hell yeah. That'd be awesome, man. So <clears throat> born and raised in Romania, haven't left outside the country yet i'm assuming that's a plan at some point right eventually yeah do you know if you if you could go today to any country what would be the first place you would go mm, i'd say either sweden i okay i have another brother that is studying there okay or uh, england there mm. i have uh, a cousin. All right. And uh, I'd sort of like to go to England more. I think there's a few more interesting things to see there than in Sweden. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe this summer I'll see exactly what happens. Yeah, I mean, hopefully things, I don't know how the whole pandemic shit's going over there in Romania, but. I know over here, like, I don't think any country is letting Americans fly to, to over, you know, wherever. So, uh, but one of the good things about you guys is you essentially, if you have the money, can kind of just drive, you know, yeah. wherever. Like, I, I'm so jealous. I ain't gonna lie. I'm envious as fuck of that. Cause here, like, we, we can drive to Mexico and Canada. Yeah. If we wanted, but. To like go anywhere else, we basically have to fly everywhere. And I've looked at tickets, and they're not that cheap. <laughs> yeah. But you guys, you know, when and, and when everything's going fine, you can kind of just drive from country to country, you know, and it's that easy for y'all. So I'm very envious of that for sure. I I know at some point I would like for all these countries I've spoken with 
to one day fly to a mall and like do a one-on-one on the ground tour of the the countries I speak with where the people like like you if I fly to Romania hook up with you and go explore Romania together go to the uh, uh the, the forest the haunted forest eat some bread steal a wife or two who knows you know <laughs> have yeah. a good old time you know um, yeah, so you, you said you're 19 as well so I'm 30 I'm 31 this year so you're young you're, you're, you're still growing you're still learning everything you see in the world and all that kind of stuff do let's see let me think of a, a, a really clear way to word this because again, you're you're passionate about Romania and its people and its culture, and, and obviously, like anyone should, you want your country to do well. And I ask you, you know, what do you think is holding it back? Is there a change that if, let's say, you were in charge? I don't know if you guys have presidents or prime ministers. No, presidents, okay. So, if you, President Simon Florian, what would you do? that you feel would help Romanians in, in go, go for, go further in, in the world. Mm, I do make an audit on uh, all the small, uh, the small village mayors, the small towns, because that's where corruption is thriving. Right. That's uh, where nothing ever changes. Right. And uh, it keeps the rural population very poor. For example, mm-hmm. in the big cities, you have an European level uh, standard, European level standards of living, with mm-hmm. uh, pretty good salaries. But uh, if we go to a village, especially one uh, somewhere more up in the mountains or uh, in a poorer area and poorer country, in a county. Uh, you'd see almost third level, third world level of poverty. Right. So you would like to see that more like everyone, well, one, like you said, you want to get rid of that corruption that's in that lower rural type villages or whatnot. Would you like to bring it up to that big city level or? or... Mm, I think uh, we could maybe to make education programs for the people who engage mm. in agriculture so that maybe yeah so they may be more efficient mm. maybe grants for uh, heavier equipment mm. but uh, if you want to do that you have to get a mayor first that can make a sewage system or a, mm. or a water treatment plant right there's well, uh, there's uh, some villages where, uh, for example, a mayor would hire someone to make a water t- treatment plant. The uh, man would write the bill for uh, an overblown blown amount of cash, keep the cash and buy the cheapest material, build yeah. a thing haphazardly, and we could program, break down. Yeah. Nah, and, and, and sadly, that's like a world issue. That's. I guarantee that's not just a Romanian thing. That hell, that happens here uh, on our side as well. Yeah. yeah. And 
it would be stuff only if someone from the capital looked into it. Mm. But uh, there's not many. There's not many chances for that to happen. Uh, unless you run, President Simon. I mean, you're I young. You, you you got life ahead of you, man. But when you're like thirty or forty or whatever the age limit is to run for president of Romania, President Simon. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. President, yeah. a, a metalhead president. I'm all. I don't care what country you're from. Oh, uh, if you're, if there's a. I don't think there's a metalhead president. I would argue in the entire world right now. That's not something a president really likes. I would imagine, you know. A metalhead president. I'm. You got my vote. I know I don't have a vote, but if I if I give you my vote, whenever you're of age to run, Simon, you you got one vote. You at least got one vote. President of Romania, metalhead Simon. Hell yeah, that's cool. <laughs> no, doesn't sound doesn't sound so bad when you put it like that. Right, right, exactly. Before we go, man, is there anything else you would like to say of Romania or any questions for me and the crazy shit I got going on right now or anything at all? You have the last word. Uh, I don't have that much to say. Only be careful out there and uh, <laughs> things have to get better uh, right. sometime. Sometime yeah. soon, that's all. Yeah, life has its ups and downs. And things are probably down across the world right now altogether. But at some point, yeah, like you were saying earlier, in terms of space, you can only go up. You know, so yeah, I think everyone's gonna go that route. Uh, thank you again, Simon. Uh, thank is you. there? Do you have a way, or do would you like to have a way for people to reach you? Hmm. I have uh, an Instagram page. Okay. If someone has to, they could do me on that. S Y dot M I dot A dot. No. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. We'll. I'll put it in the description. I'll get with you after this, and it'll be oh, in the description. So. Sounds anyone, good. Sounds yeah. Good. So anyone who wants to follow future president of Romania, Metalhead Simon, uh, his stuff will be in the description below. Simon, once again, thank you very much for coming on and you have yourself a good day over there. Yeah, same too. All right. Take yeah. care. Oh, hey, you're still watching. Cool. Well, I'm assuming then you enjoy the video. So if that's the case, like it, that'd be awesome share it you know and obviously you, you need to subscribe like that helps a lot while you're also here if you don't mind grab yourself some ramble swag man who doesn't want my face on that's awesome that's, that's a pretty cool looking design i mean look at that grab yourself some swag and again thanks for uh watching the video see you next time